Thank you for listening to the Akuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, learning our purpose, and linking to our community. From wherever you are listening, welcome to the community. We hope you enjoy the message. Okay, let's go ahead and start taking our seats and, and relaxing. You know, we, we, we definitely, um, we, 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 I've been saying this a lot, you know, at, at Akua, we don't just want to talk about things, we want to be about things, so we don't want to just talk about community, we want to be about community, uh, because it's our word for this year. It's the word that God gave us to, to live out. Uh, he wants us to be specifically looking at community, and, and I don't know about y'all, but uh, in, in 2020, during the lockdown of COVID, I was like struggling to be without like a physical community around us. I know as we were getting started, uh, getting the church started in, in July of that year, it was great and like a wonderful like breath of fresh air when we were getting on Zoom and meeting with each other and doing all that. But like for for every day, I was just like dying to just go and hang out with, with friends and, and meet people up at a coffee shop and come to church on a Sunday and, 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 and sit with, with all of you here. And, and so it was, it was tough. And, and so as we've kind of started coming back and things are more or less back to normal, uh, I've been noticing like I lack some skills, right? Like I, I feel like I lost some skills of just being alone and, and all that, right? Like, you know, I'm, I'm always like, I can't just show up in like sweatpants or basketball shorts to wherever I go, you know, like I got to put stuff in my hair and what, what is this madness, right? Uh, um, you know, silly things like that, but also, you know, like when it comes to, to sitting and, and, and building community and, and, and talking and, and sitting across from somebody for uh, an extended period of time where I can't like push the button to make my screen go off and go get a drink of water, right? Like, well, you know, I, like I have to sit there the entire time. And, and so there have been different things that have, that have kind of been, been tough. And, and so um, I think this is kind of part of the reason why God has given us this word of community for this year, because we need to be intentional about building it back up uh, to, to where it was before, where we didn't have to really thinking about it. And, and so um, we know that this is something that God is pointing us to, but I think that the world is really seeing and understanding this as, as well. In a recent New York Times article, Professor Rebecca G. Adams broke down the difficulty of building and maintaining community uh, like this. Here's what she wrote. As external conditions change, it becomes tougher to meet the three conditions that sociologists since the 1950s have considered crucial to making close friends, basically to building community. Proximity, repeated unplanned interactions, and a setting that encourages people to let their guard down and confide in each other. This is why so many people meet their lifelong friends in college. So as we've come back to normal in these post-COVID, you know, like regular days, it's been hard for us to establish a lot of this, right? Because a, a, a lot of folks don't have that close proximity uh, that we may have used to or have that repeated unplanned interactions with one another. And if you can't get those first two things, for sure, you're definitely not in a place where you want to confide in anyone. So here's the deal. If we want to be a part of community and build it up, these are the things that are needed. And what I love about reading through studies and, and seeing these professors uh, have these, these great uh, 
studies and uh, experiments where they do these, these this social science, I think what I really, really enjoy is that they discover things that God had laid out all this time before and that we find uh, from, from different authors. And so one of the, the biblical authors that I like to turn to when it comes to community building is the Apostle Paul. You see, Paul started his life as a Jewish man. He was persecuting Christians in, in, in a terrible way, but one day he's blinded by an incredible light. And in this light, he hears Jesus, and then Paul follows the directions of Jesus. He's able to see again once he gets baptized. And as you can imagine, Paul changes how he's living his life. So instead of persecuting Christians, he turns into a champion of the gospel, the good news of Jesus. He spends the rest of his life devoted to this good news. So what Paul would do is he would travel from town to town and preach. But he didn't just like go stand in the middle of a random street. What he would do is he would have to build a community of people. He would go to each city and, and go and build this community. And so the, one of the first things he would do is he would uh, establish something or do his best to establish something that would last. He would go in the Jewish temple in each city that he would go to. And he would do that because when he got there, he could expect to have some common ground with those folks. This koinonia that we've been talking about for the last few weeks. Because when he got there, he understood that people would have a respect for God, the same God that he served, uh, a, a lot of their theological concepts and, and some of their cultural practices. And so that's really the first step of work in building community. Because building community takes common ground. Building community takes common ground, that kononia. And, and so for me, if you can talk about uh, the Spurs, uh, if you can talk about the Cowboys, you know, you have to cry with me about that. Uh, if you can talk about that, if you can tell me or let me know where like the, some really awesome cheeseburgers are, or, or you know, then, then we can probably become really good friends, right? Uh, or the Ninja Turtles, if you can talk Ninja Turtles with me or Marvel superheroes, like, I'm in. We, we, we can be buddies. And then there's some of you in there that are like, dude, I will never talk to that guy ever, right? Uh, like, I just lost so much respect for you, Humby. No, it's okay. We just aren't going to be friends, and that's all right. Um, now, that, that's just me, and it's super superficial, right? But what we're really after is finding common ground that means something. We want to identify with the people that we are in community with. That's one of my favorite things to do in life. I'm like a connector. I'm like, oh, I know this person. I know this person. I can see the common ground that they have. Let me go and connect them. I'm like, hey, you, come over here. Let me introduce you. I just did it before church today. I was like, hey, I know you. I know you. Y'all have a common ground. Let me help you guys experience that together. And so I get fired up for that. And, and I think that's part of one of the things that we need to be doing uh, in our own community. We, we have like these community groups that are literally built with common ground in mind. So you can see all the different things that we have, all the different groups, and we spend all this time. So you go, oh, I like to run. Oh man, I like, I have time on a Monday morning to go to the Sorrento and go do a Bible study. Oh man, I, I'm a lady and I like books and clubs. Like I want to be a part of this, right? And so there's all these different things that, that we have common ground established that you guys can go and jump in on. So that's like, we're doing our best to establish this koinonia. And so if you're interested, you can go, as Abel was talking about earlier, you, or Zach was talking about earlier, you can scan one of the QR codes or, or just go to akuo.church community. And after this, what we're going to be doing is um, 
we're going we're gonna to have some time in here where you can chat with some folks, or we're going to go ahead and open up the gates across the street uh, so the kids can run and play. It's a beautiful day again, and you can just chat with some of the leaders that you saw up here and just find out some more about what's going on. So just find a leader, chat with them, or go online and get signed up, y'all. Community, being a part of these things is one of the best things that you can ever do when you're here at Akuo. Or if you're just on your own, right? So let's, let's, let's say you're, you're outside of church, you're, you're not within this body, and you're just looking to build community where you're, wherever you are. And so one of the things that I know people struggle with is like when they're sitting next to somebody that they don't know, they're like, ah, oh, we got past like, what do we, oh, the weather's nice, right? Like, oh, the, the Spurs did good last night. And you kind of get past that small talk and you go, I don't know what to say now. One of the best things that you can do to kind of help build this community and establish common ground is start asking questions. Hey, where'd you go to high school? Where are you from? What's it like there? How many siblings do you have? And then you just kind of start asking questions and allow these people uh, to talk. And then from there, you can kind of start building this common ground. Okay, so back to Paul. Once he established a common ground with community, what would he do next? So let's take a look at 1 Thessalonians, where Paul was writing to a group of friends that helped him start a church. So in this letter, Paul is fondly recalling how it all got started. He's going back to the beginning with them. So here's what he wrote to them. He says, as apostles of Christ, we certainly had a right to make some demands of you, but instead we were like children among you, or we were like a mother feeding and caring for her own children. We loved you so much that we shared with you not only God's good news, but our own lives too. Don't you remember, dear brothers and sisters, how hard we worked among you? Night and day we toiled to earn a living so that we would not be a burden to you as we preached God's good news to you. You yourselves are our witnesses, and so is God, that we were devout and honest and faultless toward all you believers. And you know that we treated each of you as a father treats his own children. We pleaded with you, encouraged you, and urged you to live your lives in a way that God would consider worthy, for he called you to share in his kingdom and his glory. So you look at this scripture, and you can like feel the love that Paul had for this group of people, that he's just like, it's bursting out of the screen, off the pages. You can see how open he is with his people. And then there are also some things that we can highlight from this passage. So let's take a look at verses 8, 10, and 12. And there, I think you can see that building a community takes vulnerable honesty. Building a community takes vulnerable honesty. And we see that in, in verse 8. He says, we loved you so much that we shared with you not only God's good news, but our own lives. It's like, yeah, we shared the gospel with you, but also we shared everything, everything I got, I share with you, my life. Then he says, you yourselves are our witnesses, and so is God that we are devout and honest and faultless toward all you in your lives. And then he says, we pleaded with you, encouraged you, and urged you to live your lives in a way that God would consider worthy. That sounds like vulnerable honesty to me, and that's what it takes in building community vulnerable honesty. If you want people comfortable sharing their lives with you and one another in a community, it's going to start with you. You need to be sharing your life with them. And then from there, once they feel that safety that you're willing to share with them, then all of a sudden, things will start to open up. Y'all, when, when I talk with you here in my messages, I'm sure a lot of you have noticed 
that I don't always share stories that I'm necessarily proud of, right? Like, it's not always like, oh man, you know, I was reading my Bible. No, it's like I've got stories where I fall and I mess up and I do things wrong. And I say that on purpose because I feel like it's my responsibility to be honest with you when I'm up here. Because if I can't be honest with you guys and I can't tell you my shortcomings or share my life with you, how can I ask y'all to do it with one another? If I can't do it, how can I ask you to do it? We can't just talk about it. We've got to be about it. So when we look at Paul and what he wrote in verses 8 and 10, it lays it all out. He says, share your life. Be honest. Be faultless towards your community. So when it comes to community, you've got to be honest with who you are. But not only that, you've got to be honest about what your other community members are doing. You've got to cheer them on when they're doing the right things. And you also have to tell your friend when they're going down the wrong path. You got to help them out of any bad situations they're putting themselves in. And just like it says in verse 12, plead, encourage, and urge them to live their lives in a way that God considers worthy. However, when you read this, it can't be in a condemning way. Like, right? He doesn't say, instead of uh, pleading, like, condemn and guilt you and, you know, yell at you, guilt you, and shame you into living their lives in a way that God considers worthy. No, he says, we pleaded with you, we encouraged you, and we urged you to live your lives in a way that God considered worthy. They didn't sit and harp on all the ways they are falling short. Instead, they encouraged them, they urged them, they loved them into doing the right things, not shaming away from the wrong things. And I think that says a lot about who we are and how we should be encouraging the people in our lives, in our communities, as we continue to build the way that we are. And so I think from there, uh, the next point of community building we see in verses 9 and 11, it's that building a community takes familial love. And, and it takes a familial love. Y'all, we got to love people like family. And I think that's what we see in, in, in the early church, these early believers, is that it was more than just like, oh yeah, that's my friend. It's like, no, they were loving each other like family. You got to love your community like family. And, and so you got to go through it with your family. And you can see that Paul loves his folks there in Thessalonica, right? He calls them brothers, sisters. And in verse 11, Paul says that they treated each of them as a father treats his own children. That's all love right there. And for you to have a group of people that uh, are strong and willing to have each other's back at every turn, you got to love each other like you love your family. For some of you, better than you love your family. But for most of us, the way that you love your family. Like, I'm, I know I'm like looking in the, in the audience right now, I'm like, family, family, family. And I see like a bunch of you have family members. So like, look at the person next to you that you're with, that's family, right? If you have them here with you or that you brought here, maybe you brought a kid and they're in Koo Kids and, and all that, but like think about how you love them. You should be loving your community in a similar way, in a way where like if they call you and it's like, oh man, I got to show up late to go help. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. And, and really the idea of loving people like this reminds me of the great theologian a, a, a person that like just has this ability to, to just say things in a fantastic way. Uh, Vin Diesel, in the cinematic masterpiece Fast 7, there he says, I don't have friends, I got family, right? 
That's what he says, and that's exactly how we want you to look at your community once you get in. Your goal is to help build that kind of love in your community. So when someone needs help with something, do your best to help them. And if you can't help them, help them find somebody that can help them. It's probably one of the most important parts of community building. And Paul mentioned it, or this next part is also the the next part. So we have familial love, we have vulnerable honesty, but this next part is also incredibly important when it comes to building community because building community also takes sharing the good news. Paul continues to be like, we shared the good news with you and we also shared our lives. We see this in verse 9. He says, night and day we toiled to earn a living so that we would not be a burden to any of you as we preach God's good news to you. I feel like that's like a a combination of everything. You see that he was like, we don't want to be a burden to you. We don't want to live in your house and just mooch off of you. We want to contribute while we share the good news. We're going to be vulnerable with you. We're going to kill ourselves. We're going to burden ourselves day and night and toil just so we don't have to be a burden for you. We see all of these things happening because Paul understood exactly what it could do to change a life to be sharing Jesus with them. He worked to make money to not just be a burden, just so he could share the good news. And when we look at the life of Jesus, when we look at who he was, what he did while he was here on this earth, we see him loving people in a similar way. We see him giving that that vulnerability, that vulnerable honesty with people. We see him uh, uh, sharing things uh, like family. He called people brothers and sisters. And we saw him, of course, sharing the good news. Y'all, he had the ability to like throw lightning bolts at people and and do all this thing, but he didn't do that. He was a friend. He built community. Here's what Jesus said according to his friend and disciple John. He said, I'm no longer calling you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. He's not vulnerable, be honest. Now you are my friends that you are my community. Since I have told you everything the Father told me, sharing the good news. Jesus is the one that the good news is all about. That's what he did. And so as we go and build community, that's where it starts from. It starts from Jesus and it goes out to all these other things. Jesus is the one that the good news is all about. That he came, God Jesus came in human form down to earth. He lived a sinless life and gave up his life and died on the cross. And by doing that, he took on all the sin of every single person in the world. He was placed in a tomb where he remained for three days, and then he was resurrected to life and then later ascended into heaven. Now, when you believe that is true, you receive his Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. Not only that, but this belief gives you a ticket into heaven, into eternity. And y'all, Jesus could have been the master, made everybody a slave, and lorded over us with fear and power, but he didn't. He laid his life down for us to bring us into eternal community with him, and also a lifelong community with all of us here, with one another, with all the people in our lives. That's what he came for. Jesus is the friend. 
He's the family that we could never, ever imagine to have. Y'all, Jesus did everything possible he could to be in fellowship with us. He established that koinonia. He established how vulnerable and honest he was with us. He loved people like family. He shared the good news. And to fully get the community that Jesus created for you, the first step of all that would be believing in Jesus and what he did here on this earth. And for some of you that are here right now, this is something that you're kind of coming to grips with, that you're, you're kind of uh, um, wrestling with. And if you're here and you're kind of wrestling with these ideas and you're thinking through them in, in this way, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you being a part of this conversation. Thank you. Thank you for, for, for questioning this in, in a good and healthy way. Now, if as we were talking and, and going through this stuff, you felt something, you, something clicked in your head and you're like, you know what? I think I do want to join this community. I think I do want to be a part of this Jesus thing. Well, then I can actually help you be a part of that. To do that, all you have to do is simply have a conversation with Jesus, which we would call a prayer. And in that time, you just let him know, like, hey, I believe in you. That's it. So we're going to ask you to do that here in a minute, but I also understand this can be a little weird. It can be a little, a little scary. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask our entire Akuo community to pray along with you right now. Because here at Akuo Church, nobody ever prays alone. You always have a community praying along with you. So if you want to pray this prayer right now, or you want to pray along with the folks that are going to pray this prayer for the first time, uh, just go ahead and bow your heads. So if you want to confirm your belief in Jesus, just go ahead and say this between you and him. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. And today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. So if you just prayed this prayer for the first time, or you've prayed this prayer before and you've never gone through this next thing I'm going to talk about, I want to encourage you to, to be a part of it. Y'all, we would love for you to get baptized with us. We're going to be doing baptisms on Easter Sunday. Uh, we, we've already got some of the equipment ready to make sure it's like a, a, a what do you call it, a temperature controlled so you're not diving into super cold water. Like, we're, we're, we're taking care of y'all on this. So if this is something that you are interested in, in doing, we would love for you to be a part of it. So just start thinking about it now. Like, man, maybe Easter Sunday is the day that I go ahead and get baptized. Now, also, I want us to have some time to listen to what God is saying in our lives. I want, ourselves, uh, I want us to make ourselves available to God right now because we all know that the best ability that we can have with God is availability. So I just want to take like a, a minute or two to just sit in silence and listen to what God has to say to us. And, and what I'll do is I'll give you a question to ask him and you just sit and allow him to speak. So uh, here's the question. So just like bow your heads, imagine you're standing in front of Jesus and just between you and him, just ask us this question. Just say, Jesus how can I build up the community around me? We'll take a little bit to listen, and then I'll come back to finish in prayer.
Let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for everything that you've done for us, the cross, laying your life down. Thank you. Jesus, will you help us find common ground with the people around us? Will you help us be vulnerable and honest with one another? Will you please help us love people like family? And will you help us receive love from others? Jesus, will you help us share the good news? Jesus, thank you for everything. We love you. And we pray these things in your holy and precious and mighty and and community-building name. Amen. All right, y'all, thank you so much uh, for being here. Uh, Before we we get out of here, just want to remind you, uh, we have a couple things uh, going on here today. Be sure and meet up with with one of our our, our community group leaders if you're interested in being a part of one of their groups. Just uh, again, just a reminder, if you're a group leader, will you raise your hand so folks can see you here in this room and and, uh, hopefully circle around with you? If not, you can go to akuo.church slash community. Uh, to to see all the different groups uh, that are going to be meeting up, and you can get signed up for one of those groups there, uh, or you can, again, just talk with somebody in here with that. And so, uh, again, when we are in community, it's incredibly important uh, that we are generous, right? And so we've talked about a bunch of things. We're generous with our grace, and we're generous with our time, of course. And one of the things that we also talked about is that we are generous with our resources and how we share things with one another. That's, that's so crucial. And, and with that being said, if you've been generous here at Akuo, I just want to thank you for that. Uh, because when you are generous here to Akuo, really what you're doing is you're not being generous to us, as you can see. We're not building a palace of any sorts here. Uh, But what we're doing is when you are generous to Akuo, you're really being generous to your community through Akuo. Uh, So now I also understand that like maybe you're in a spot right now where you're like, you need help. You don't have the ability to be super generous. You're like asking for some help. So if that's you, like just let, let me know. You can see me, you can see Abel, you can see Zach after service, and, and we would love to help you out during your tough time right now. Uh, but if you are able to, uh, to be generous right now there, and, and celebrate in that way and worship in that way, uh, there's a couple of practical ways you can do that. You can drop something off in the box on the way out. You can go to akuo.church a and click on the giving link and just follow the instructions there. Or you can uh, text to give. You can text the word AKUO, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to give to the number 77977. All right. So uh, that's, that's all that I have for you this week. If you'll allow me to just to pray over you one last time, we can go ahead and get out of here. Uh, Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for, for all these folks that are here. I pray that as they leave here, they would be able to see your people the way you see them. I pray that they would be able to build community with each and every person that they come across, and above all else, that they would be able to reflect who you are, the good news of who you are as well. Thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you, and we pray all these things in your name. Amen. All right, enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.